Welcome to Cannabition Live. My name is Kevin Fox, your host today for Cannabition Live, Episode 2. Today on the program, we have Janessa Lee. She runs Break the Stigma Fitness, a fitness center that is geared towards cannabis consumers. If you don't know who she is, you can look her up as Fit Cannabis Girl on most social networks. So kick back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Cannabition Live. My name is Kevin Fox. Today I'm with Janessa Lee, the founder of Break the Stigma Fitness and Fit Canna Girl. If you are a subscriber to Instagram, welcome to the program. How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Kevin? Very well. Thank you for coming on this live stream today. Thank you so much for having me. Now, the last time we spoke, uh, we talked about over the course of the year, you have started Break the Stigma Fitness and you have gained a lot of notoriety for uh taking fitness and cannabis and putting it together with also nutrition and creating this awesome fitness regimen that's really helping a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, cannabis therapy exercise. We like to teach um, cannabis, fitness, and nutrition. And between those things, you can change your mind, body, and soul and realign your whole body and have a different quality of life. Now and it's all those- within you. For those people that don't know, uh, you've had a really crazy uh, journey. So if you want to just get into it real quick, because we did speak to you before, and a lot of people do know you. But for those people that don't, please give us a little background on who you are. Yeah. So basically, with cannabis, fitness, and nutrition, I've lost 110 pounds, worked myself out of a wheelchair, and got off over 20 pharmaceutical prescriptions. Um, I have something called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. And so because of that, um, I had to find a different way to treat it. All right. So, um, and you were telling me that at one point they were fitting a wheelchair for you because it was almost impossible for you to do anything physical with these medications and the condition that you were in. Yeah, I was um, doped up on copious amounts of narcotics, um, getting 150 milligrams of oxycodone a day, 90 milligrams of morphine a day. I was being, yeah, I was completely doped up in bed. I was obese. And then to add to that, because my body um, with EDS, your collagen is really weak and collagen is literally the glue that holds your body together. And so my glue wasn't holding me together and they had to, um, I was embracing on my wrists, on my fingers, on my um, knees, literally holding me together. And then that just, that got so dangerous because I would be out in public or be out, try to walk, I'd fall dislocate my wrist and they're like, you know what, we're going to drop off a loaner wheelchair and we're going to size you and build your own wheelchair. Um, so what inspired you, I mean, really what inspired you to go for, I mean, considering that you were, your life was just in a negative spiral, what inspired you to, to change and, and to go just find out that cannabis as well as nutrition and exercise was the key to your health? Yeah, so basically that wheelchair, seeing that wheelchair every single day um, was a big inspiration. During that same time period, my daughter um, got diagnosed with Ehlers-Danlos as well because it's um, it's a genetic disease. And, um, you, you know, so so those two things really um, inspired me. And I was, I was in a really bad place personally. Um, I was dating somebody who was kind of was abusive, and I used cannabis and fitness as like my retreat and safety place. So those three things all together in that time period, I just needed to change my way of life and cannabis and fitness and then nutrition really, really did that for me. 
Well, uh, it's been over a year since you started Break the Stigma Fitness. Uh, you've gotten a lot of uh, notoriety on Now This and also this past year on Fox News, which then went kind of viral. Uh, tell yeah. us a, a little bit more of, of what's going on with Break the Stigma at this point. Yeah, so um, I opened Break the Stigma Fitness last summer. Um, we have been um, running for almost a year. I have been, I've obtained two business licenses for Break the Stigma Fitness, have been 100% transparent with zoning um, and my officials, um, always um, introducing myself as Janessa, owner of Break the Stigma Fitness, cannabis-friendly fitness, um, because um, I've been under the impression that we've, we've talked about this. Um, however, after Fox came here and that went national a week and a half later, um, you know, I had a detective here, um, no way. Yeah. Yeah. Detective showed up at my door. I'm, I'm here with a, my daughter has a sleepover, right? Cause I'm, I'm a mom, I'm a single mom. So this is my business and you know, I'm doing the mom thing and here I go. And yeah, there's a detective at my door and, um, giving me papers. What's, I don't understand because I I truly understand that Colorado hasn't truly figured out the cannabis consumption, but you're not a lounge and you're in a private residence right now. Your break the stigma is in your basement. You've created your basement into being this, uh, studio. And, um, as far as you, I got crafty with the law. Yeah, you know, I, far, I mean it's it's so gray. I mean, as far as you know, you are you are following all the rules. You are being completely transparent, and then after some a little notoriety, all of a sudden you get the knock on the door and they want yeah. you to shut down. Yeah, because there is no law, like you said, it's a gray area. Um, you know, there is. There's, there's. I, I, I studied the law. It's a gray area, but it almost seems like there's common sense too. Right. There's, it's a, right, right, right. Because, um, you know, we are in a private residence. Everybody has to register. Nobody can show up and say, hey, I want to take your class. You have to pre-register and sure. fill out the waiver. Um, you know, we do our due diligence in the same way, in the same manner. Many other businesses are doing this, too. So, um, you know, it's it's unfortunate that, you know, maybe we, we got too much notoriety, um, too much publicity, and that's why they're coming after us. Uh, you know, I don't know if they're trying to set an example by doing that. I don't know. Um, but you so know, what they're are you also- doing, so you're shut down now. There's no way yeah. to run, break the stigma fitness. No. Um, uh, what are you doing right now to, yeah. to kind of move this forward? Cause this seems like yeah. a really big dream of yours to, yeah. and you're also helping so many people. What are you yeah. doing right now? Yeah. So like, it's, it's, it's really heartbreaking because yeah, I can't run my business right now. I've had to transition. Um, you know, before I opened break the stigma fitness, I was, I am fit cannabis girl and I advocated, I speak to, and I help people from, you know, from the screen, right all over the world. And we can do this in this manner. And it was my dream. It is my dream to have this facility and to have people come in and to learn about cannabis therapy exercise. However, if I'm not able to do that in that manner at this moment with break the stigma fitness, I'm going to be, re- I'm, I'm building my website. You're rebranding almost essentially right now as I'm they try to figure out these laws. Exactly. Um, you know, because it's just, um, I'm trying to, roll with it and, um, help as many people as I can now, um, in this, in this, in this manner. Again, this is what I used to do before break the stigma. Um, I was much more personable with my audience. And so I'm, I'm excited to get back into doing this, um, you know, and kind of taking care of myself a little bit more again and sharing my journey back to health and wellness. Cause, 
um, you know, a year of building a business, um, you know, there's a lot of stress and, you know, maybe I haven't uh, taken care of myself as well either. So I'm trying really, really hard to look at the positive in this. Yeah. And, it, it sounds um, like you're being very positive about this situation and that's the mindset you need to move sure, forward absolutely. with the situation. So yeah. are you, um, are you planning on fighting this, yeah. um, in court? I mean, what is the next, what is the process that is going to happen to try to get break the stigma back open? Yeah. So, um, we are, I, um, apply, or I just got my, uh, court date for June 17th at 4 PM. So at June 17th, 4 PM, we are going to go have our hearing and, Not at 4 um, uh, but I know, right? At four, I know. I was like, you guys don't want to put it off like 20 more minutes and we can just have a rally. <laughs> can you wait till 421? Like, I'll come right in right after that. Right. I, I know. I know. I feel like we did that almost on purpose, right? No, it's great. It's great. Um, but you know, the purpose of this at this point, um, you know, um, let, let's be real here. Um, so I'm going through some even crazier things right now. Um, I, I rented this home and my landlords are in the position where they want to sell it. So I'm at a point where I've put everything into this business. And um, now like in a month here, I have to be out of my residence too. So um, there's a lot going on in my personal life and um, just trying to like transition and understand that break the stigma fitness, you know, if it's, it, it doesn't have to be, it's not that I'm fighting to reopen downstairs. Cause at this moment, um, that's not it, what this is really about. It's about, you know, um, defending my name and my character and, um, and your right to, to help others. And, 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 and our right. Absolutely. To, to show that we were, this is done from such a pure right place in my heart, sure. um, to help people. All I want to do is help people realize the power they have within themselves to change their own quality of life. And you can honestly do that by the food you consume, by the fitness and with the cannabis you use. And I just want to help share that with as many people as I can. So just going in there and, and sharing that with them. So they understand that I think is important to me. Um, anyways, and, and, and sharing this idea and that we're not going to go away and that I'm, I'm going to continue, um, to build this idea and build it for a brick and mortar and have, um, you know, br bring my idea to the next level and what I really wanted to, to do in the first place. You know, um, this was a short term thing. So right now, let me, let me just, I'm going to bring up a few topics that, because I yeah. did read, um, comments, you got 7 million views. All right. Right. Which is incredible. To get right. 7 million views, which means there's a big interest for cannabis yep. and fitness. Mm -hmm. And some of those comments on there were, you're just a stoner right. that is just getting stoned and working out. It's, Absolutely. I mean, how imperative and how important is cannabis uh, to, you know, to, to reach your goal? I mean, is it necessary? Is it necessary Absolutely. for all? Um, and, and what does that mean? I mean, tell me more about that. Yeah. So like medicinally, you know, I'm sick. I have something called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, right? And this gives me the ability to stay consistent in my fitness regimen because it helps fight the pain. So that's number one. You know, I, I, I can, I can consume my cannabis 
to help fight the pain, to stay consistent. It's it's a muscle recovery, so that's probably where it comes in with that. It's an anti-inflammatory. You know, it helps get you in the mood to do your fitness regimen. It helps build a mind-muscle-body connection, unlike anything else that I can focus so much more on the direct area that I'm targeting, that I'm trying to rebuild. I have been able to um, enhance my regimen to such a degree when I brought cannabis into it, it's absolutely necessary in my regimen. And I know in many other people who are especially ill, they need this as a part of their fitness regimen. So many people you would not believe tell me I'm sitting in the parking lot at my gym, smoking, smoking trees because I need it to be able to get in the right frame of mind to push. I've been longer, to the gym before, and there's, and there's so many things that weigh down in my mind that end up uh, having me leave the gym early because I'm I'm just my brain is just so clogged of yeah. my day to day and everything else. And yes, it is true. And it, and there was a movie, American Beauty. I think remember when Kevin Spacey he was in the in his garage and he took a few pokes. I do 100% agree that sometimes a few good pokes of some cannabis will help you clear your mind and just get you focused on just what you're doing at that very moment, which is trying to do physical exercise. And it's really hard to do that sometimes if your mind is clouded with everything else going on in the whole world. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's so true. And, and, you know, there are other things, you know, they say it's, it's a bronchodilator. So like, especially I have asthma. And so for me, like it's, it's harder, you know, when I'm going running and I have my vape pen, it truly helps me. I mean, like it's, it's, I need it. It's like, I would have my inhaler in my pocket. I have my vape pen and I have my inhaler, you know? Well, you are a true example of positive cannabis use, uh, and that's incredible. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a few other personal questions. You did say you're a mother, um, and and you know one of the biggest questions right now is how to be a cannabis consumer and a parent, Um, and what are the what are the things that um, that you are concerned with? Because I know um, I have children myself, and there is some issues with uh, being open about cannabis use and how to explain that to your child and uh, the proper safety precautions that you need to take as a parent. Um, How do you address this situation? You know, I think honesty is key. Um, I think that's first and foremost, this is what's happening. This is my medicine. And you know, this isn't for you. And then you have to keep your stuff in a lockbox. For me personally, my door to my bedroom is locked. My door to my closet's locked. And then I have a lock Um, a lock box in my closet. So there's three different ways to get, you know, there's three different um, steps that you have to do to get it. Yeah. To unlock your golden buds. Yes. Exactly. I understand. You know, it's, and it's being safe in that and, you know, just um, being aware and not, you know, you you know, it it just, well, I mean, I'm trying to normalize cannabis uh, in everything that I do when it comes to this industry. And, you know, one of the things I noticed that, you know, you can go to the grocery store and buy yourself a six pack of beer. I know. And that's and where do you keep that beer? I know. It's in absolutely, it's mind numbing. And, and how do you open a can of beer? Oh, I know. Same way you open a can of soda. Up. Correct. Right. So, I mean, um, you know, apples to oranges, they're very much similar when it comes to, um, precautions and safety and you know when when people ask me like how how do you deal with having five children and being a cannabis user and I say it's 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 just practicing uh safety when it comes to where the product is where and when to use the product 
you know, and, and transparency, uh, with yeah. your child. Um, and, and I remember as a child, I mean, a lot of my family came from Italy and Sambuca was, uh, readily on the table and, you know, always a young child, they would explain to us that, you know, this is something that we're, you know, we enjoy it with our coffee and this and that and the other thing. So it never became a big deal to yeah. me. Um, and I felt like by being transparent with your children from even the youngest age, um, I think even in Sweden, they, they, they say that like, you should just teach it as, you know, as, as it's like a up. normal thing. Yeah. As a yeah. normal thing. And that's normalization, which then means, you know, in the future, um, they won't reach out to these things when they're trying to, to create that backlash that, that every child or every human being does when they're fighting. When they're told the they're not able to do they're something. They're fighting the nest, right? It's a natural the, thing to fight the nest. You yes. Need the to, second uh, you're told. Not yeah, to. the second you're told not to do something, you have direct interest in doing what you're told not to do. Right. These kids, they're like, oh, wait, they're hiding this from me and they're making it so secretive. I want to know. I want to know. Well, you know, if you, we just are more transparent about it and we're honest about it and we're like, hey, this is what it is and this is how we use it, um, how I use it as my medicine, I think that problem would diminish so much more. And you know, it is, it's wrong that you can have alcohol and beer right in your fridge and it's so accessible and cannabis is people are literally getting their kids taken away for the medicine that is giving them a quality of life back. Like, I don't I, know. I can't see that you would have that same quality of life if you were continuing on these medications. No. I've been on those medications before because of surgeries and whatnot. And I know that I was pretty much a vegetable and yeah. my mood was, um, uh, so up and down. My eating habits were so up and down, so it was almost impossible to um, to have a quality of life. Um, so, and I've noticed exactly. a difference with using cannabis um, instead of using these uh, drugs, um, and it's really uh, made a huge difference in my life as well. I mean, quitting yeah. smoking and you know uh, diminishing my alcohol use. Um, you know, it was I talked to a bunch of people about this, and and their parents, the parents that said do not use cannabis are the ones that I know now that are the first ones to say, let's go have a few drinks. And they, right. and, 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 um, you know, we all know that cannabis is far better than using alcohol or using other prescription medications or cigarettes at this point. Um, right. and so, um, you could see non-toxic option, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's incredible. It doesn't just, it's not that it just doesn't harm you. It literally helps you, your body, your endocannabinoid system. It's, it's scientifically just meant to be there. And so it's because of the psychoactive, uh, uh, it's psychoactive abilities that it has, that it's, it's causing a lot of this panic in, in society. I think because it's you the have to take a lot, right? You have to ingest a lot of cannabis, right? Yeah. So, by hearing the amount of cannabis you need to ingest, it to to me, I understand that your tolerance level will increase. You're probably yeah. stoned right now. You're having a great conversation. You're probably going to be you. cleaning your house after. But for those right. other people that find out that you need to smoke or ingest so many right. milligrams of cannabis, if they would do that, their right. body would probably go into freak zone. Um, but if right. they would continuously, like, what did you say to me the other day, t- gradually increasing your dosage? Yep. So you, you double your dose. And so I initially started using cannabis just for pain relief. I then a few months later started learning about FECO and fully extracted cannabis oil and how beneficial that could be. Um, and then I started consuming that. And when I started to, you first start taking a grain size and then you double that grain, like literally a rice grain, very, very small amount because it's a very, um, high dose medicine. 
And so you just double that very slowly and, and you, you, your, your tolerance increases. And then what I'm also finding is that if you are too high, we have really great CBD products now, that, that help that. I'm not 100% sure on this yet because right. I mean people do say like I talk to some people and they say CBD is a great way to balance out the psychoactive uh, thing of, 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 of cannabis. Um, yeah. and other people say, I've never heard such a thing before and it doesn't do yeah. anything for me. So is it, is it per person basis in this situation? You know, everybody's different and your, everybody uh, is, is going to be different. <laughs> and so how, um, so, you know, how your body receives these cannabinoids and how it's just going to be different. And so, um, you know, and then how aware you are with your body and in touch with it to, you know, be aware of these changes, I think makes a big difference. I mean, like, cause it really, you know, if you slowly, or if you're bringing CBD into your diet consistently, you really should start to feel better. I mean, the, the aches and pains, um, there's, there are so many things throughout your body that is just really helps regulate. Um, sure. so, I mean, I honestly truly believe CBD is a vitamin and everybody should be consuming it. Um, you know, cause it's, it's, it's just, it's helpful. It's really helpful. <laughs> no. Uh, and, and, and just to the last point of that, <laughs> where and when, I mean, as a parent and everything else, and you do have to ingest this much, do you have to consider thinking about, um, taking this medication at a certain time of day, knowing that maybe you'll, I mean, technically, I, I think you told me that you, you don't really drive, uh, but like other things you need to do, operate machinery, um, any of this stuff. Does that, is, does that. Is that a consideration that everyone should still uh, consider when using cannabis? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you need to be, you're responsible, right? You're an adult and you need to know your own limits. I'm not sure. here to tell you what your limits are. I'm not here to say this much weed is going to make you feel this way sure. because everybody's going to be different. And I just like definitely encourage and promote knowing your body, knowing how your body um, receives the cannabinoids and what your tolerance is and never, never push that, especially if you, you know, you, you have to be responsible. And if you're a parent and I mean, like that comes first. And so you don't, you don't choose to make those poor decisions if you're, if you're a parent. So hopefully I hope that, you know, our audience is, I know I drive faster when I drink too much coffee in the morning. Right. I I know, you know, you know, you know, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a lot of distractions. You know, I'm just trying to touch on some points that people, um, like I said in those comments, that you know they were some of you were very positive, and other ones yep. were just um, either say ignorant or just uh, uh, they just didn't have the knowledge. I um, think that's a part of why my message is so important, Kevin. I think the education piece and why I want to connect with everybody in such a degree because if I can just share like my story, other people's stories, and the science behind how this is truly helping me, I think we could really have, um, you know, you change have a, minds through inspiration versus, versus pointing fingers and yelling at them, just telling them it's good for you. Absolutely. Because that's not going to work. And that, and that truly isn't it's, and you can't change anybody's mind. You can give them new information to change their own mind. And so that's truly, honestly, what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to provide people some new information and I don't let those comments hurt me or bother me because honestly, I just know that it's just misinformation. And I hope that one day I can reach them. 
Well, you truly inspire a lot of people. I followed you for a while now. I, um, I, I wish you a lot of great luck in your future. I understand that the road is unknown at this point, yeah. but you have a great attitude. And, Thank you. Um, and that's because of the cannabis. No. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, you know, it has a great, it has a great to do, you know, um, thankfully I have my medicine because, you know, beyond just the physical aspects, there are definitely, you know, mental illness is a big thing too. There's depression and there's anxiety. And I, I suffer from those as well. And without my cannabis, especially these rocky times, um, this last year, these last few months, especially, you know, I, I, I don't know where I would be right now, truly. And honestly, um, you know, it's a true medicine. So I'm grateful for my medicine and that's why I'm here and why I, why I wanted, why I do this. Now, if people want to support you, uh, with this great fight that you have with the city officials, how can they help? How can they reach out and, um, support you? Yeah. So right now we do have a GoFundMe, GoFundMe slash hope for break the stigma fitness. Um, also on our website, uh, fitcannabisgirl.com. I'm going to be offering a lot of things on there and just, um, content education, um, nutrition guidance, and, um, just being able to connect with me. So there'll be, there'll be a lot of things on there, um, that I'm looking forward to, um, you know, uh, showing everybody here once that's complete. Well, I really appreciate you coming on today and I, and I hope to have you on this program again in, in the future. Um, and I hope you have a wonderful afternoon and, and fight thank you so much. Fight. Uh, thank you, you are a true positive cannabis, um, you know, person. Um, so good luck with your adventures. I appreciate it, Kevin. Thank you for listening to episode two of Cannabition Podcast. My name is Kevin Fox. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please like and subscribe to all of our social pages. That's on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And check us out on the World Wide Web at Cannabition.com. If you don't know what Cannabition is, it will be the first immersive cannabis museum located on Fremont Street in downtown Las Vegas. My name is Kevin Fox. Thanks for tuning in.